Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now. Today we are doing a little bit of a new session. That's not the right word. We're doing a little bit of a new series that Sheila and I have been working on surrounding friendships and their relationships. So less about people that are married, because most people that are married aren't really friends, especially as they get older. I mean, let's be honest, lots of people just grow apart. But with friendships, they're, so like with a relationship, you have this onus of, hey, let's, let's talk through these problems that you have. Let's go to the counselor. Let's, go to, uh, let's figure out and make the relationship better. I'm not saying that the people we're interviewing have bad friendships or that I'm anyway could help someone resolve any relationship problems. It's more, I think it's good just to have like open, honest discussions with their friends and, you know, just figure stuff out. So, Julie, I hope you enjoy this new little twist that we're taking during this holiday season of joy and giving. Anyways, so we got Sheila on, who's going to be helping me in the interview process. Hopefully, I don't have to talk too much like I am right now. And hopefully, Sheila doesn't have to talk too much as like I am right now either. Today on the pod, that didn't make any sense. Today on the podcast, we have two of my friends and two, would you guys consider yourself best friends? Me and Parker? And yeah. you? No, you and Parker. The trifecta? <laughs> just you and Parker. I want to make this, I just, I also want to, I want to be as far removed from all of your answers as possible. I know that we have a relationship, but I really want it to be just about you two. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're best friends. So after all of that explanation, oh yeah, okay, yeah, well, when you put it like that, yep, Parker and I are best friends. All right, well, this is off to a great start. Uh, I, might, I might have got the wrong people for this. Freaking Trace and Parker are on. You may remember Parker from the Making a Band. What was that? I think that's what, How to Start a Band. Then we had, I had Trace on the Making the Band one as well. And then also 80s. The, the 90s music oh, 90s. That's right. one. So that was super fun. I, I don't feel like I need to, I think you guys are going to be doing a lot of talking about yourselves in this. So I don't feel like I need to give like an introduction, but we have Trace and Parker on. I have an initial question, you know, just to like get our feet a little bit wet here. So what's the weirdest thing you guys have done with each other? No, just kidding. So how did Mainly because mainly because I know that some of the crazy stuff. Anyways, no no no. So how how did you guys meet? When and how long ago? Oh man, well, it's coming up on uh twelve years, three months and fourteen days, I think. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I know that you're off. You guys met when you were at least like 12, so it's got to be at least 14 oh, yeah, no, years. Dang, yeah. We're 28 now, so... I, so 14. I'm the one keeping count. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought <laughs> an exact number would have been funnier, but it's actually wrong. It was funny. It. It was funny. I think we met around 12 or 13. Uh, once those wards merged or whatever, remember that? Yep. That yep. Once that happened, so I think it was like 13, and then we didn't. we became buddies when we were like 15. And then ever since then, we've been so like high school in high school, yeah. So you met, and then you didn't really cultivate a strong friendship until high school? Well, we went to different schools, so like we knew each other from church or whatever, and we went to different schools, and I think once we like were in high school together and kind of hung out more, uh, that's kind of when it, I don't know, we, we realized we were like cool with each other. <laughs> Is that what brought you guys together, was just ultimately like, oh, well, we're both in the same ward and we're also at the same school, or was there something else? Like, what what did you guys like have in common that allowed that to happen to become friends? Um, so it all started. Me and Trace were like acquaintances, 
And then his stepmom, Misty, and like his dad were going out of town. And they were like, hey, can uh, Ackerman's, can you watch over Trace for the weekend? And I was like, Trace? I hardly know the guy. He's like <laughs> spending the night with them. And so then he, uh, he comes over and then we just like went TPing and stuff and just did little like miscreant things together and thought it was hella fun. On your first and, night hanging out, you guys yeah, went straight into teeping? Yeah, we're like, just go teepee the neighborhood. We dove right in. <laughs> yeah. we, there was like a, uh, like a youth conference for our church, and the whole weekend was like that. I think that's why I had to go to Parker's house, is because my parents wanted me to go to the youth conference. So we ended up going there, and somebody gave like a like an object lesson that had to do with a bouncy ball or something. And so they were like, and at the end of this talk, everyone gets a bouncy ball. That sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> so, well, everybody forgot. So me and Parker went to go get the bouncy balls and there was like no one in line. So there's like 300 bouncy balls just sitting in this box. And me and Parker just took them all. And so we get back to his house. And I think between like just hitting those bouncy balls with a baseball bat, like down his street, and teeping, like the combination of those two things, you're like, okay, yeah, this this will work. This I imagine cool. the statute of limitations has passed on all of those bouncy balls that probably broke at least one window. If there yeah. was 300 of them, just just odds are, odds are. Yeah, Parker Parker's street was notorious for grumpy neighbors too. So then you bring T Cove into that. Yeah, yeah. Once Covington came into my life, we were always in trouble with the neighbors. That's <laughs> And how do you feel like um, over time? So ultimately, happenstance is what it seems like. What are the things that you guys liked that continue to let that relationship cultivate over time? Because ultimately, it was just like, if, if I'm getting the story right, Misty and Tim, stepmom and dad, were like, all right, you're going over to the Ackermans. And like, all right, cool, this was fun. And then what, what sustained it through the next few years? Um, I remember after that... I mean, it was cool, but it wasn't like, hey, we're best friends all of a sudden. It was just like we got a lot closer. And then I remember going on a scout camp out to uh, Dylan's Beach. We went to, like, the sand dunes, and we were playing capture the flag together. We were on the same team. And so we, like, sneak off, and we're, like, trying to penetrate enemy lines. Like, and then we just get to chatting, and we kind of both realize, like, we're both perverts. You know? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so we just get to chatting, and we're like, okay, cool. I think that's going to be like our main bonding. Plan, right? you, have you guys watched Big Mouth? <laughs> Big Mouth? Any uh, episodes of that? Like, okay, no, then never mind. Sheila, Sheila has. It reminds me of the relationship that the two gentlemen in Big Mouth have then. Their little, uh, their little pervy discussions and, and talks. <laughs> if you don't mind me asking how, you don't have to give direct examples, but like when you say pervy, I assume, <laughs> I assume you're just like, Man, did you see those boobies? Like that kind of stuff. Yeah, that kind of. I mean, it was just like, oh man, yeah, this chick from school. Oh yeah, she's so hot. You know, like <laughs> things like that. I mean, and we were both just like nerdy little goofballs. You know what I mean? Like, no chance with any like super hot chicks at the school. So we just kind of bonded over our, uh, I don't know, perviness. weird pervertedness. Yeah. yeah, I think it was a mix of like our little like pervy, misguided fifteen-year-old puberty selves. And also me and Trace were both kind of like late bloomers. We were like both kind of like in similar like social situations that we could like relate to each other with. So yeah, we would just sit there and talk about the hottest girl in school and how bad we want to like hang out with her and stuff. So literally hormones. <laughs> hormones. hormones were the things that you bonded on <laughs> for of. four years. Yeah. Well, well, like, it's well like, we didn't like the same music. No, we, we didn't did like TV. <laughs> no, okay, okay. I feel like that's, that's how we like bonded. We're like, oh shoot, I'm not the only one out here like 
kind of going through this phase, you know what I mean? But then it's just like we both like sports, we both like the same kind of music, we started like playing music together, all that kind of stuff, and that just kind of like kept it going, but yeah. So that was all in California, right? Yep, that was and all then, in, Cal- in high school. Like, how did you guys get out and get get out to Utah and stay friends? Like, actually, all three of you. I know you're not making this about you, Alex, but I feel like a lot of you guys have, like, you're all in the same place now. Like, how did that all occur? Uh, well, I mean, for me, it was like, okay, I'm done with my mission. And, like, <clears throat> I don't know. I had, I had written both Skinner and Parker, like, throughout the mission. M- maybe not, like religiously yeah super a ton but like enough you know to where we were still kind of in touch and and like the three of us were definitely good enough friends before we left on our missions that in my mind it was always like okay well can't wait to get back see the boys hang out with them and probably live together you know so i i think it was kind of almost like an expectation that i was just going to end up wherever everyone else was how how hard was that for you uh not to bring up anything super personal or whatever how hard was having that? So initially, you two would have been serving missions at the same time, potentially. Mm-hmm. Was that hard for you at all, Trace, when it ended up being that you were both staggered by a year? So instead of just missing out on each other for two years, you missed out on like three years instead? Yeah, two years and nine months. So what, <laughs> <laughs> so what Skinner is referring to here... Uh, so I don't I, want, you don't have to no, like get I, into specifics. Dude, it's I, just, don't, I don't care anymore, whatever. <laughs> so I, like I came home from my mission... Uh, made it like two weeks <laughs> and then uh so i went back back out on my mission nine months later i want to say uh, it was right we went we left at the same time we left in july so you were yeah, two weeks you before were october me. then we left again in july so there's nine months there <clears throat> uh yeah it was rough but it, i don't know it was kind of just whatever i mean i mean rough just from a you and Parker standpoint like at all we're just like man this would have been much more like I wish that we would have just been gone for two years like yeah is that that even a thought that crossed your mind I mean yeah it bummed me out because also me and Trace were like in the mission together for a little bit like we were in like the little training center together so like he told me like he came before he left he's like hey dude I'm gonna go back for like a while and kind of re-prepare re-evaluate stuff (laughs) and I remember like being bummed one because like that's a huge change he has to go through. So like sucks for him. But then too, it's like, shoot, me and him had this whole like leave the same week, get back and then just like hang out. So it's going to be a whole nother like year. And then I think it was also hard of like my first like nine months, just like knowing that like Trace was at home and you were at home, Alex, you were at home. And then like our buddy Dylan, you guys were all just like hanging out, having a blast. Talking and I'm so much crap like about Parker. Freezing my butt off. Yeah. Getting a bunch of crap talked about me. <laughs> so it was like, it was rough, but I like, you know, like, I feel like the mission idea is so ingrained in us. Like, yeah, you're going to go, you're going to go a few years without your best friends. Like, we just kind of know that was the deal. So it wasn't like super intense. I don't know. Uh, two years without your best friends for most of us. Uh, that was like, so when you, I found out that Dylan was going to your mission, I was, that was when it was like the most bumming. I was like, <laughs> oh, you've got to be kidding me. Of all the freaking missions in the world, like these two. Not only end up going to the same mission, but are freaking companions. <laughs> so you were upset about that? That, <laughs> that was more of a bummer to me. I mean, I don't know. It shouldn't have been a bummer because like, I'm not out anymore because they're together. But Do you so feel just, like that in any way, though? Like, How do you feel? So obviously, Parker, you get home. I believe it's like 2011, right? How is it that those nine months that you're back by your in air quotes by yourself, because obviously 
it's super easy when you, especially when you come back to a place like Provo after a mission, you're just engulfed in all these people that now are super interested in you because you're a return missionary, girls mainly. And then also, it's not like no friends were there. Yeah, uh, yeah I remember like, I mean, I got back and then like, I was, I didn't leave on my mission earlier than many of all of our friends. So like most of like our whole like entire core friend group was home already. Like Nate and Tyler Cecil and, all, and Matt and all those people, so I kind of jumped in and it was just fun, like acclimating myself to a social scene and hanging out with everybody. So I was like having a blast. Obviously, I was like, oh shoot, I wonder what like Trace and Alex are gonna do when they get back, like how that's all gonna work out. But like I was having fun, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like super weighing on me at the time. Did you feel like it was hard, Trace, when you got back, like to reintegrate at all? Not a chance, dude. Like, <laughs> literally, I came back and it was like game on. <laughs> like, like, coming to got back, we're like, all right, let's go. Get some bouncy balls. Yeah, let's go skinny dip right now. Yeah. Get some girls. They so like, what was it? Three days after I had gotten home. They were like, yeah, we got some chicks. We're going to go skinny dipping. And I was like, ah, uh, you guys sure about that? You know? so, so we like, we go skinny dipping and like, I don't know, it's got about as weird as like a return missionary can, can get. I just remember, uh, not once again, I don't want to make this about me. I just remember getting back and the, it's literally right when I got back. So you'd been home for two weeks and probably a couple days. Right. Yeah. And you, and you came over to my place and just like, man. For obviously for return missionaries, you have to take this with a grain of salt with what I'm about to say. Like Parker, Nate, and Cecil and everyone, they're all crazy, man. <laughs> they're all so they're all so crazy. And then what's funny about it is four months later, when we're all living together, it's just like, oh no, this is just the norm. Just the norm now. Yeah. That's just how it goes. I feel like whoever comes home later from just like this intense, like devout time, and then you like get snapped back to reality. Whoever comes later, it's like, yeah, you're thrown into the lion's den. <laughs> so you feel at first, and then once you acclimate, it's like, oh no, this is just this is just life. And I don't think it took that long for you to trick. Like, like you said, you're like, no, I was all all in. Like, I feel to, like, like it might have be been weird a month. anymore, or what? What to like not be weird, like a or awkward, or what? Or, or like not to, because I think a lot of return missionaries when they get back are a little bit judgmental of their friends. Do you feel like that went away pretty quick? I, dude, I don't even. I don't. Think or, I really, or even if you were, I don't think I really even had that. Like, I mean, they were just like my best friends. So I was like, yeah, what? Like, literally, you could be living with a chick and whatever. I mean, it's kind of up to you. And that's the thing. That's like one of the reasons why Trace is my best friend is because he's like the least judgmental person ever. I could tell the dude whatever, and he's not gonna like, like, let that affect our like friendship or anything. He's not gonna judge me or like try and like give me unwarranted unneeded advice is there any reason why you're like that trace like what allows you to not have that judgment for parker like do you feel like you have no judgment for anybody or is it like just certain people that it's easier for um dang deep (laughs) uh i'd say generally i'm not like a super judgmental person i mean generally uh i agree but yeah it's probably easier with my friends i mean i think there's a reason like if i killed someone and needed help burying the body, I'd come to, like, you guys, you know what I mean? I just feel like we're all And we'd help like you that. bury it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sorry, I'm, and we helped you bury it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely less judgmental. Like, I've <sighs> heard some pretty crazy uh, stories or experienced some pretty crazy things with Parker that, like, <laughs> if I were to just meet some dude on the street and done those same things with or gone through those same things, I'd be like, that guy is wild. And he, <laughs> he needs to be reported to the police ASAP. <laughs> oh, man. 
Well, yeah, like with that, I feel like me and Trace, and this could probably be said about Skinner too, is like we probably have similar vices and our brains work in similar ways. I don't know. And so like when one of my friends does something or like makes a mistake or goes through something, it's like I can totally see myself doing that too. So I'm not going to like think less of that person. I'm just going to like empathize, you know? I'm not going to say any names. The reason that I asked that specific question, because I know there are relationships with certain people that have, for all intents and purposes, ended in both of your like in both of your own lives and relationships with these people. And I know that there's a lot of things that go into that. It could be current relationship status, whether they be married, single, whatever, whether they live close by, whatever Mm -hmm. thing that could throw off those relationships. But the thing that I've always been interested with you two is I feel like maybe it's because the bond was allowed to get stronger for a longer amount of time. And that's why there's that bend, not break part of your relationship or what it could be is you're both very forgiving people when it comes to things and then other people are not and so when those other people aren't forgiving that's when the exit happens in the relationship yeah i mean it's kind of like the rich get richer you know what i mean like the more time me and parker have had together like the less of a chance that it just kind of dissipates you know what i mean and uh, parker's like naturally a really forgiving person and uh, like super chill, I I f- feel like I'm probably more the hard headed one, and so he's kind of like the 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 sweet to my salt. You know <laughs> <what I mean? laughs> Do you think that geography's played a role in that at all? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, some <laughs> 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 technical difficulties. Um, no, I think it's huge. So if I think about like who I've lived with after uh, like my mission, me and Trace have just like pretty much been together except for when i went to salt lake for what like when did you get back 2012 2012 so like five basically five years of like living together you know what i mean that is so like when you're like have a best friend that you're also living with you're like hanging out every day going to the gym together every day it's just like you get so ingrained in each other's lives it's like yeah we're like attached to the hip these days do you think it would be any different and I don't think this would have ever happened. I think it was very beneficial that uh, your, your dad, Trace, moved out to Utah. Do you think it would be any different if you would have stayed in California as opposed to coming out? I think it would be different, yeah. I don't think me and Trace are great like communicators at a distance. <laughs> like, if, if we're in the same town, we'll hang out every day. But like, if we're in different s- states, then like, yeah, we'll keep up. And we'll still, like, I don't think we're still going to be best friends. But I think like the depth of the really, I don't know, like, we're not going to be communicating on the daily or like have the same influence in each other's lives as we do when we're living close to each other. Uh, yes. I mean, a good example is like Cecil, like still one of my best friends, you know? Um, but like we're dudes, like we don't all send each other texts like every other day, just being like, how are you? What's new? You know, like just kind of function a little bit differently that way. So I think, yeah, things would definitely be different, but at the same time, like, <clears throat> made the effort to make sure we're kind of in the same place. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just to the point as well, like, you guys weren't lit. Yes, you've always been close those five years, but you haven't always been living. Like, you just moved back in together, right? Or you don't even live together right now. We don't live together right now, you live but we live close. across the street. We yeah. could literally, like... Generally, that's how it was. Yeah, like, can years. and wire across the street to each other. You know what I mean? And we're close. So... 
this is going to, this is where it gets dark. No, just kidding. <laughs> what would you think has been the most difficult part of your relationship so far and how'd you guys overcome it? If anything. I think, uh, over the last few years, it has not been very difficult at all. Yeah. I think we've, I think me and Trace over the years have figured each other out, like how we operate. So I would say over the last few years, at least me, maybe Trace is totally on different wavelength <laughs> on this one, but it like hasn't been difficult at all. I think that early on, like there's always drama, like with all girls. friends, like with girls, you know what I mean? Like who likes who, this and that. I feel like that's early on, we could probably maybe both be like a little selfish or something, but then like as you get to understand each other, like we just kind of figure it out and it's not even a big deal lately. Uh, I think... Me and Trace are both kind of competitive, so that maybe caused contention sometimes. And then, like, obviously when you're living with somebody, like, sometimes too much time can, like, be a thing. But When you say competitive, you mean, like, when you guys are playing sports or whatever. Mm -hmm. I've seen this with both of you getting mad at each other when you play basketball with each other. But that's about the only – I really don't see a whole lot of – I'll be – like, stop me if I overshare on this, but – most of the complaints I ever hear, if any, that come from Trace about Parker or Parker about Trace, it might be a cleanliness issue living together, <laughs> potentially. And that's usually Trace talking about Parker. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, and then the, the complaint I usually get from both of you sometimes is the, is the over-competitiveness in sports. We're just like, yeah, he was just taking it too seriously. And it's usually, usually that's like a both of you thing but yeah, I think yeah, you're probably, doing pretty yeah. damn good if those are the two I literally hear no other complaints besides those two things yeah I mean we're pretty low maintenance man just not and I, yeah I think the biggest thing was just like uh stupid things that don't matter five minutes later when you live together you know what I mean like one of us comes home after a long day and we kind of just want our own time and so you're just kind of on edge um yeah, there's really not a whole lot that we've like. I mean, we've made a have like one or two or three big blowups over the the years, but even even those like after an hour, it's like ah. What big blo- like what what what? I've literally like, like, I couldn't uh, even, obviously I only lived with you guys for four months like as a witness, I guess you could say, but I I can't think of any like major like something that I'd be like. Yeah. I, I don't, don't want to speak name. for you guys, no, no, but no, I, I'm, I just, I'm just think, trying to I don't be like, think that really happened. And maybe that's just the thing. Like me and Trace just get each other and like our personalities just mesh together well. And so it's just not a thing. But yeah, like besides sports tussles or something, I literally don't even have a time where like, and I feel like me and Trace are both people where like, if we're pissed, we're not going to like yell at the other person and get in their face. We just like go simmer off for an hour and then it's not a big deal. So it's, yeah, literally there's, has not, and that's probably why we're so close still is because there's not many fights. So it's like, just chill. Why do you guys not live together now? Did you get your own places? Yeah, I, we were just looking for places at different times, but I actually, uh, I texted him a couple houses today. So, <laughs> so we just like to announce everyone we're moving in together and finally claiming those tax benefits that we've been wanting to claim for the last six years. It's fiscally responsible. Yeah, it's just, a, it's just, it's just financially sound. Yeah, it just a, makes a, sense. It's a financial decision. Um, well, yeah, and so yeah, I, I moved to when I graduated college. I moved to Salt Lake City for a year, and Trace was living like in Orem so like an hour away so during that time we like didn't hang out as much but then I moved back towards Trace and like he already was like locked into a contract so then we just kind of like live across the street but yeah we're planning on uh 
putting a down payment together on a house very soon. So, <laughs> really? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, oh wow, I, I was just kidding. That's awesome, guys. We always joke around that you guys, uh, that you guys like should have just got married by now. I mean, even like you could get divorced later on or whatever, but just to start claiming those type of benefits, yeah. do a nice check and Larry or whatever it's called. I'm not opposed. It's, it's crossed our minds. It's, it's been a conversation point for the last uh, probably two years. Yeah. Do you... Um, so I think that's a, that's a curious... I mean, not the pretending to be gay part. I think that's a curious question for me is just... I know that you've said it like, yeah, we just have personalities that mesh... But I just want to push a little bit more there. Like, how do you guys how how do you guys make that work? Like, how do you make it so it's just like, like it's almost like a whatever attitude for a lot of things. Hmm. Oh, I, I think we were born that way. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Literally, we don't take too much very seriously. You know, uh, one of the few things I see Parker take super seriously is his job. Other than that, it's like <laughs> not much else, you know what I mean? And I'm pretty similar, so um, it just works, you know? Somebody says something, like, mean, most of the time you kind of just have to learn that, like, it's probably a joke rather than something that's meant to be, like, hateful, you know? And that might have taken us a while. Like, we kind of used to get defensive, not even really that much, but I think now it's just like, that was hilarious instead. You know, there's just different ways to go about how you receive comments, things like that. What role would you say that trust plays in your guys' friendship? Like, do you find that you were able to trust each other early on and that became a core um, part of your friendship? Like, do you trust each other more than you trust other people? Like, what role does that play in the success? Uh, yeah, I think trust is pretty big. I think maybe that took us a while to, like, get um, early on. But now, like, these days, yeah, like, at the end of the day, I know he has my back. And I th I've seen time and time again, like, if I'm in deep water or something, I'll tell Trace. And that guy can keep stuff close to the vest, you know what I mean? He knows, like, he doesn't go out and, like, blab. He'll chat with me about stuff. And he's like, I can, I, I trust him to, to have my back. And so that's, like, a big, that's a big thing for me, yeah. I think I'm, like, naturally not a super trusting person. So I'd say it took a while, but, uh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'd trust him with any secrets, anything like that. Do you think that could be something that helps it? Like, I mean, you guys have known each other since you were 12, got really close when you were 15. How many other people in your life, Trace, do you feel like you have that you have have put the time in, ultimately, besides Parker? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, probably nobody, to be honest. Uh, I, yeah, I probably haven't spent as much time with anyone else as Parker. And like with that, I think maybe one of the reasons why we're so close is because like with me and Trace haven't been best friends since we were like 15 and like confiding in each other and knowing each other's stuff and then still having that person like, like you and be your friend, even though they know how much of a jackass you can be. <laughs> that's cool. You know what I mean? That's like, that's something that'll stick. So like, just like the fact that we know so much about each other like the good and the bad and that we're still close i think it like says a lot do you guys have any advice actually no i think i think this is good what what do you do you feel like is something that you wish 
or maybe you do already do it, like things that you wish you'd say more to one another, if anything, or do you feel like you pretty much express exactly how you feel about stuff regularly? Cause I'm trying to get better at just, I, I I'm getting very existential the older I get as far as like the finite amount of time that we have uh, to, to live and making sure that I get in every piece of advice or piece of compliment, I guess you could say, that I could give to people. Do you feel like there's anything that you just think about, but you never say, cause like, oh, they already know. Is there anything like that? Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot like that. That's one thing about me and Trace is we're not like super vocal. We're not super like complimentary, um, especially like towards our homies. It's like, we know we're, we know we're best friends. Like, you say a funny joke, I'm gonna laugh with you, but like we're not gonna like talk about like the specifics of our relationship or like why we like each other. So that's not something we really do. And uh, yeah, I think that's something that we could do better. I, I feel like Trace doesn't love getting complimented that much. I don't know. <laughs> Is that true? You don't like getting compliments? Uh, it just depends on the. Com- I don't know. I just. I don't know, man. I don't even know necessarily if like compliment, like that's just the word that came to mind. I don't know if compliment is exactly the right word that I'm looking for, but there's just some what you appreciate about each other. Is that what you mean? Like, yeah. 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 Ooh, yeah. Maybe that's just a uh, section of our friendship. We haven't explored a whole lot. (laughs) 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 Just works so well. Each other's bodies. Yes. We've explored Um, that as much as we can. Yeah. Like Parker said, we're not super vocal. So like, it would be pretty uncommon for me to show up and just be like, wow, man, you're looking really good tonight, you know, or to go that in depth into compliment. It, like <laughs> we'd probably give it a lot more like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's what I was going for though. Hey, oh, like, oh man, that's a, that's a, those are nicely tightened pants right now. Yeah. I mean, wearing. the most that's you'll get out of one of well. us is like, I mean, oh dang, dude, that was a dope shot, like in golf, or like, oh, those are some sick pants. You know what I mean? Like super shallow comments that are, I don't know, they're they're meant and intended well, but uh, not too many motions are exposed. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, I think I just think I think that's just a guy thing though, too, a little bit. Like I think to any of my like close friends, and I don't, I can't really recall me just being like, hey. I appreciate that you do this for me. Or like, I, I really like this aspect about you. I just like, don't do that as much as I should. Like, it's hard for me to even do that for like the girl I'm dating. I don't know. I just need to like work on that part. But uh, I feel like we won't do it to each other much as much. But like, if I'm in a group and Trace is in a group, yeah, like I'll talk my boy up. You know, you, you know, bet your bottom dollar. I'm going to be wingman this guy and talking him up, talking about what he's good at and what I like about him. So I feel like we do it in that kind of settings, like in group settings, but like it's just like kind of like weirdly intimate for us maybe. <laughs> if it's just like a one-on-one thing, you know what I mean? I mean, how do you feel like, because right now, like throughout this whole podcast, I felt like you guys sound very comfortable talking about this stuff and I appreciated that because it is, to your point, like you don't hear guys speaking to each other or about each other that way as much as maybe like girls would. So like, are you feeling a little like uncomfortable right now or like, like expressing this about each other to each other, like whatever, like, it, cause I think what I'm getting at and then I'll stop talking is like, there is this like norm in, in like, uh, 
your your intimate relationships, like who you're dating or who you're married to, that like it's perfectly fine and expected to communicate and say all these things to each other, but friends in general don't seem to do that. But there's so many things that we appreciate about each other that I think what Alex was getting at, like we wish that that person knew or we think that they know. So like how do you feel right now being on a podcast, talking about your friendship and like opening up about this? Like do you feel like this is new territory? Uh, a little bit. Like when you're in a relationship, it's like, I don't know, my thought process usually is like, okay, I'm talking to a woman. She probably needs this kind of like emotional reinforcement. <sighs> Let me go out on a limb here. Do it. She'll love it. It'll be awesome. Whereas, like, Parker, I don't feel like he ever needs that, so I don't have to say it to him, you know what I mean? Or he doesn't necessarily need my, like, um, verbal validation. I, what do you think he needs, then? That's a, that, I like how you put that, because I agree, he probably doesn't need that verbal validation. So what, like, do you, I, I'm sure it's become second nature, but, like, if you had to really think about it, like, what are the things the, the, cause ultimately you guys don't have a relationship if needs aren't being fulfilled somehow. Like mm -hmm. there, there's always, no one's in a relationship for the most part where they get nothing out of it. Right. Actually, I would say in every relationship, there is a reason you're in that. There is something that you're getting out of it. What, what do you think it is that you give? You don't have to answer Parker mm -hmm. that you trace, like fulfill, I guess you could say for Parker. Well, uh, Parker's and my love languages together are time. <laughs> time, spending <laughs> Whereas time. Whereas normally with a woman, I am very physical touch. With Parker, it's time. So, uh, you know, we've, we've created ways to take care of that. Saturdays are for the boys. Uh, Sundays are for the boys. So, yeah, spend a lot of time together, a lot of golfing, a lot of uh, gym. I mean, on any given day, we're probably spending two to three hours together. I'd say maybe not so much lately with school and stuff, but with the gym, right? I yeah, feel like the gym between is a really the gym, you know, and then all weekend usually. Interesting. I don't know. What do you think about that? No, I agree. Uh, I think that like a big thing I look for in friendship is somebody that I just like enjoy spending my time with this person. Like, I mean, I, nobody wants to be lonely, you know what I mean? But like, and I feel like me and Trey since fifteen. We've never had to be super lonely. We've always had somebody right there that's going to spend time with us, going to like do whatever we want, like sacrifice for us a little bit. So I think uh, the quality time aspect is huge. Um, and like, he's a funny guy. We laugh together. It's just like, I would rather be hanging out with him than just like, I mean, everybody needs alone time, but like just our time together is funner than just me like chilling by myself or like hanging out with other people. So that's kind of, it's kind of what we're about. I've definitely always felt that the ride or die mentality is instilled in both of you oh, as yeah. far that's as the, the oh, as far idea. as the relationship goes. Literally, uh, yeah, we had a couple experiences this summer that proved our the, <laughs> the, the ride or die mentality. <laughs> Any that you can share? It's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of yeah. Parker's story to yeah, tell. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that's a good point, Alex. Is that I think that's one thing me and Trace really like about each other is like we can be each other's hype men and like we know like hey like if we want to get into some shenanigans i got one guy who will, will back me up and join me you know what i mean but then at the same time it's like i don't want to think that we're like super negative influences on each other and like we like enable each other maybe we do a little bit but it's kind of fun <laughs> um but yeah this summer we were golfing and we were at this course called gladstan 
and just the 16th hole has a super steep decline, dangerous, no signs. And I was just going way too fast and it just veers to the left and I just flip the cart down the mountain <laughs> and almost kill Trace. <laughs> and Trace is still here sitting right next to you right now. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, we, we had to cover our tracks. We were so scared we didn't know what to do. We literally left the golf cart upside down in the bushes and just bounced. <laughs> At the 16th hole, you didn't even get to finish. Yeah, no, and we then out of there. Bro. And then next thing you know, the cop, uh, I get a call from a cop, and he's trying to hit me with a fleeing the scene of a crime charge, like a felony. Really? Yeah, so I had to like go into the... I had to like pay the full cost of the golf cart along oh with a disorderly God. conduct charge. Yeah, and I'm just really appreciative that like I can do that kind of shenanigans with Trace, and he and he uh, stays by my side. He does insist on driving the golf cart now, so that's one thing. But we're still we're still golfing. Yeah, it's all about give and take. <laughs> <laughs> and that was one of those ones I was willing to to take on. One hundred percent willing. That it, like um, I don't know, just to say some things about things that I've really appreciated about watching your guys' relationship as far as an outsider looking in is especially, uh, particularly with Trace, he has this, it's almost like old man dad mentality is how I would describe it. Just like, oh, being a dumbass again. And they just like, whatever. Like he looks at a lot of stuff like that. And then every now and then he gets his recompense through, it could, it does, not necessarily just through Parker, but he gets his recompense where he's like, all right, damn kids that always are doing the stupid stuff all the time. And then he does something super stupid <laughs> or super crazy because he knows that, all right, I've, I've built up enough equity over the last little bit that I can do, like, I don't know exactly how to describe it. So, like, like I, I, would include Sam, of this, I would include Sam in this as well. So, like, Parker and Sam do, like, stupid stuff regularly, potentially. <laughs> Unaware. <laughs> no, like, well, here's what I mean. Like, regularly could be like once a month or whatever. And then Trace just goes all out once. And it's, and ultimately it's, it's like, all right, so we've dropped a thousand atomic bombs. Well, now Trace is going to drop the hydrogen bomb. Does that make <laughs> yeah. sense? And he does something so outrageously stupid that all of us are like, that was so dumb. But you know what? We've done our 1,000 atom bombs <laughs> over the last six months. Exactly. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, that makes sense. And then stack that up over 10 years. You know what I mean? So like, imagine Lots of hydrogen bombs. So many bombs that we each know each other has. That's like, no matter what we do, there. yeah. It's, it's, always, like, it's always eventually equals out, yeah, is what I'm kinda, saying. It kind of equals out. Mine are probably more frequent, but Trace can sure get into some, uh, some situations. But what time. I appreciate with that is just the, ultimately, it's, it's a really good example of patience. I'm not saying that necessarily you guys are awesome at patience overall, but when it comes to relation, the, at least the relationship that you both have, there is a lot of patience within that that I don't even comprehend how you guys do that because you guys just know that with relationship with me. I have very little patience and very little... I allow very little for things to bend I'm just like no no no. As I see it start to bend, I go nope 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 nope. Let's uh, let's try not to let's try not to bend that. Whereas with you guys, you know, one hundred percent. And I think a lot of this has to do once again with the time thing that you guys have spent together. That you know exactly where that breaking point is now, and you have it down to a science. And uh, that's really impressive to me. And I don't know how you guys do that, but it's awesome. I don't know. I don't know if I. 
sign some sort of contract along the way or what, but kind of stuck in. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I am more patient with Trace than I am with a lot of other friends. And I, maybe that's just like our time together. Maybe I just think he's funnier than everybody else. And he's like, more fun to be with, so I let him get away with more stuff. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I feel like there's some like good give and take on both ends that like uh, – and like I believe we both can see that happening. And like I feel like it, when when I see that's the, yeah like when I see me do something dumb or like make a mistake, and I see Trace like be okay with it, it gives me that much more incentive. Like if he does something, to like be okay with that too. Like I have some friends that like um, I just feel like they're doing stupid things or like wronging me so often that like like it's not it's not a good like why am I continuing on with this? But with Trace, I see us both like give and take and ebb and flow and it works. That's great. Do you guys have any advice for people, for friend relationships in particular that are going through, through like rough, tough times in their, in their friendships? Uh, I would say just like make time for each other and find hobbies together. Uh, things that like you like doing together. I mean, cause like the point of a friend is like enjoying your time together. So if like you're like super different with like, your like activities and hobbies like it's hard to like cultivate a friendship but if you like find mutual interests and just focus on those I feel like it can help uh yeah probably like selflessness is probably one of the bigger ones that I think I've I've tried to change this about myself a lot since I've met Parker just that wasn't like the end goal when I first met Parker you know what I mean but just over the years you become a hopefully a better person. Like, whereas the beginning, if Parker were to get like a really hot girlfriend or something like that, I think I would have been like that bastard. You know what I mean? (laughs) Whereas now if like, if he gets like a hot girlfriend, it's like, Oh hell yeah. My boy's like pulling in, you know? Um, it's, you know, you gotta be like happy for him when they do something cool and laugh at them when they do something stupid, you know? Um, so that's a big one. And you know, sometimes doing things that you might not want to do a, a great example is like picking where to eat, you know, like, ah, oh, yeah, it doesn't sound great, but I don't have any better suggestions. Yeah, let's do it. You know what I mean? Or like a little sacrifice here and there. Like, yeah, yeah, I could eat there. You know, it's an uh, interesting thing that you just said about like almost, it's almost like at parts of the relationship, not necessarily a majority of it, but there were. I want to focus on that girl thing again because you said both of you have mentioned that now. Mm-hmm. Almost like a negative competition where it's like, oh, I can't believe that guy got that that hot chick again. I'm starting to realize that a lot of people, it's almost like the keeping up with the Joneses aspect of things. Mm-hmm. How How is it that you've been able to get over that over time? Uh, I think for me, like my own confidence has grown over the years, if that makes sense. And so, whereas I used to see it before, like a native, negative reflection on myself, if somebody else did something better, I don't put myself in that picture now. It's just like, it's all it is, is they did something good, not a negative reflection on me. Does that make sense? That makes 100% sense. Yeah. Man, that's really, that's really impressive. Uh, because I think, like I said, it's the keeping up with the Joneses mentality that doesn't just exist necessarily in, just, in friendships alone, but just the world at large where you're, you're looking at everything. It's, it's my, my brothers refer to it as like, you, you can't be happy unless I'm happy. Uh, yeah. disease where my happiness is 100% tied 
tied into ultimately like how would you say it like you just can never experience anything anything of joy unless it's like FOMO would be a better example like unless I'm involved in it somehow it's as if it doesn't count and I'm going to hold it against you well yeah I think most of the time that mindset is like a personal like it's an insecurity that you have to deal with yourself and like I think right now where I'm at in my life like I'm probably, I'd say I'm, you know, on the happier spectrum of where I've been in, in my life and like, you know, fairly confident with how I am and my choices, things like that. Um, and so I don't have like a whole lot of insecurities that I had have to deal with. Whereas like, you know, like a 14 year old me probably would have been pretty opposite, you know, like whether it be like a chick or like a friend that got like a dope article of clothing that's like way cooler than anything you have you know it doesn't have to take away from your happiness does that make sense you know you know what i'm getting at yeah it makes sense did you ever have that parker oh no yeah i think i think it just comes with maturity and growing up i think early on in me and trace's like friendship and like with a lot of friends yeah you're kind of like when you're like a little bit unsure of yourself like somebody does something cool and it's like, well, why couldn't I do that? What's wrong with me? Like, and you kind of get like bitter maybe, but then like over the years, yeah, we've both gotten more confident and, um, it just like kind of get genuinely happy for each other. Like for example, Skinner, like when you got married, maybe I was more of in a mindset of like, well, shoot, there goes, there goes a good friend. Are we, am I going to see him? Like, when am I going to get married? Like kind of me, me, me. Now I feel like I'm in a place where something like that happens to a friend that's like, I'm genuinely like just excited for them. And it's not like any kind of like self-centeredness about it. Yeah. We always got game of Thrones. (laughs) I've I've noticed like this close. uh, I know. I know um, there's a significant, there's been a significant chasm because of the, how long it's taken for another game of Thrones. And cause you know, it's a consistently where it's just like, Cause here's what would happen since there's like the, since we have like the, how long has it been? Like a year and a half. Normally yeah. it's like just a year. And so we have like the six months that we can just talk about it leading up to it. Mm-hmm. And then the six months that it's running or like two and a half months, whatever it is. But we haven't been able to have that. Yeah. And what's funny about it is it's not even like game of Thrones based. Like that's like what gets the conversation started. And then other things come up as well. Yeah, it's, it's just like, funny. yeah, that's, it's all about the mutual interest. You know what I mean? Like having something that we both love. It just like stems other stuff, you know. Um, what's your guys' favorite memory together? Oh, wow, are you serious? <laughs> you look <cool>. Favorite <laughs> mem. I have to think about that. Did, oh, man. I'd say like this summer was pretty bomb. <laughs> like, um,. I mean, we have quite a few different friends that we hang out with and stuff. Um, one Sam was gone this summer uh, doing summer sales, selling, like, pest control door-to-door. Um, so that's what made it great? No, no. I hope you aren't listening was, to this, Sam. <laughs> um, I'll have you, you and Trace on next. Matt was, like, super invested with Holly, like, you know, now that they're, like, engaged and getting married and stuff. Like, so Matt kind of was... It wasn't that everyone was out of the picture. It was just that me and Parker had so much time together. Like, (laughs) literally, we were golfing, like, three to four times a week. Just, like, after work, on the weekends, you know? And, like, yeah, it was just a good summer, us two. Um, A lot of time spent together there. It's hard to pick out, like, one 
memory. You got I anything? would say I would say that if that question was asked last year, it would be the same answer. If you ask, like, you know what I mean? I almost feel like, yeah, yeah, kinda. Um, but you can't include this year's summer. You know what I mean? So like, think about like if we asked this November fourth, two thousand seventeen, we'd be like, this summer was this summer was pretty good. And then if we asked November fourth, two thousand sixteen, I imagine it'd be the same answer. Yeah. Um, I feel like you guys are uh, surprisingly together more than you realize. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's like good times for sure. I, I don't know. I think about it to like my favorite, just like I look over and I'm just like, dang, I'm having a fun time with this guy right now. <laughs> is uh, I think this summer, one of my favorite ones was like we went on this camping, we went on this like camping trip to Lake Powell with like a bunch of people. And then me and Trace, like, <laughs> we're just like, hey, guys. They, they all know we're, like, best friends. And, like, they're all our friends, but they know me and Trace are, like, best friends. We're just like, yeah, guys, we're going to take the jet ski and just go on an adventure. And me and this guy, just, <laughs> I just straddled this guy on the jet ski, and we just hit the lake. You know what I mean? And had a good time. Uh, That's one of them. And then just, like, times where this guy makes me laugh are probably my favorite. Like, um, there was a time at a party when he was, like, dressed up in a funny Halloween costume. <laughs> And a girl, like, comes up. And he just made a hilarious joke that, like, had literally an entire party full of people, like, laughing. And I just was laughing my butt off. I was like, this guy is hilarious. Just stuff like that. He was talk- I, I went as the Pope, and I was making out with a girl <laughs> on the couch. So. <laughs> That's so the Pope. He, he said some specific things that I won't repeat on air that were very hilarious. Let's just leave it at that. You can repeat them off air, and then I'll make them an Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, vacations with him are always a blast. Um, dang, I think it's too hard for me to narrow down any specific memory. Huntington Beach was really fun. We went on a Huntington Beach trip a couple years ago. Um, hit some restaurants, hit the beach. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, he's a great storyteller. So I interpret the laughter as like you both just thought of a me- like something crazy that happened on the Huntington yeah. Beach trip. Well, it's just like a lot of me and Trace's favorite memories like uh, just aren't shareable to like the general public. Not like we're doing weird <laughs> stuff together, but like they're just like they uh, they are a little colorful in in terms of the content. So we just need to like screen it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I understand. I understand. That's great. Well, hey, we'll write a book one day. We'll use some <laughs> right fake before names. we die. <laughs> once all statutes of limitation have been, I, what's what's crazy about it is I bet you guys haven't. I know that you probably have broken laws or whatever, but I have a feeling most of the stuff that you've done is only like. I was gonna say you wouldn't get you elected to office, but I don't think I don't think you've done anything that substantial yet. Like you could still get elected for office. <laughs> mm. No, we have. We just, like, usually afterwards, we just swear blood oaths to never tell anyone. So you're, you're probably wondering why both of our left hands are so scarred. It's from constantly having to cut open, making blood oaths with one another. That's what that scar is from. I think Sheila had. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think, like, as we're nearing the end here, like, I, again, like, how does this whole conversation make you feel? Is at any point were you uncomfortable talking about this to each other and about each other? Um, not really. I think when we talked about how, like, if we, like, express our feelings to one another, that was kind of, like, an eye-opener. It's like, oh, yeah, like, this is my best friend of 10 years, and, like, I don't, like, we don't, like, 
really uh, like talk about that that much. So it's like cool, like talking about that. But other than that, like I wouldn't say any part was awkward. Like we're pretty dang comfortable with each other. So uh, to me, it wasn't not a big deal at all. I also like, wonder also how like uh, like made me more aware, you know. I also wonder how necessary it is. It seems to be working. Yeah, the relationship yeah. seems to be. To, it's been thirteen years, fifteen years, mm-hmm. basically since you first met. Mm-hmm. But yeah, same question for you, Trace. Like, if, eh, no, I don't think it was awkward at all. Um, Parker's right. I mean, we don't have this talk very much, and we, we probably won't have it again. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, yeah, good times. Are you okay with the conversation though? Like, are you like uh, full disclosure? When I invited both of them on, I was just like, "Yep, I'm just gonna interview you guys about your friendship." Really gave no context. Is this kind of what you're expecting? Did it was it different? Yeah, I mean, we definitely like with like Sam and a couple other friends. We just kind of like crack jokes about it. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna come and talk about why we're friends and stuff and. We were like, is Skinner gonna like just drop a bomb on us? Just like bring up times that we got in yeah. fights and just like record it and Here's like watch us of the most, five times you've been most pissed at each other. We're gonna hash it out here and now. Well, the, the main pe- like mostly the people that I'm asking to come onto this are people that, at least to my knowledge, have really really strong solid relationships. It's more beneficial to people who have waning or weak relationships with other people. Yeah, probably. As opposed to bringing on people who are. I would never try to like fix a relationship or anything uh-huh. like that. Always been, I don't know. Envious probably isn't the right word. I'm not, I'm not envious of your relationship. I'm really odd by it. Like it's a very, very special relationship that has been honestly an honor to be able to like watch over time because there's things that you can pick out and learn from each of you, how you guys interact with one another that, I can take into all of my relationships, not just relationships with you guys, with Sheila, with my wife, with, with brothers and sisters, with mm-hmm. lots of different people. Mainly the one that I think you guys embody, embody, embody the most being that ability to forgive. But what I want to do is I don't want it to have to be something that is built over time, like over 15 years. And I think that's... And, and in all honesty, I think you guys are really good at forgiving just in general. Mm-hmm. I want it to be something that I can do a lot more quickly with people, get over things and not stew on them yeah. as much. And you guys have always been real inspirations when it comes to to that aspect more than anything. And ultimately, the other point would be just having a good time as well. Like that if there's one thing you guys are great at, and I think that's part of the forgiveness type personalities that you both have is, yep, let's just have fun. Like, let's just do this as opposed to wasting time being pissed off about stuff. Let's just go do the next fun thing. Let's go do the next fun thing. Let's go do the next fun thing. That's very, very rare, I think, in in a lot of relationships right now, especially kind of like what you brought up, Trace, where it's like these people that are, what's the word that you used? Confidence. Insecure, insecure people yeah. that are insecure in their own in their own lives, basically. Yeah, I mean, I get it. That's not like a rag on people who have insecurities. You know what I mean? Like everyone does, but but the faster you get over those insecurities, the better it is. Yeah, I mean, look at the relationship that you guys have now as compared to potential brush ups or problems that you had in the past. Like 
the faster you get over things, the sooner you can start living your life again. Because everybody that's living in the past isn't really living a life at all. So, Wise words. <laughs> <laughs> I just brought you guys on so that you could uh, boost up my ego. That's really, that's really all that is. Uh, Sheila, do you have any other, any other questions? Do you guys have... Uh, I'll ask Sheila first. Sorry, before I yeah. ask you guys. No. No. Do you guys have any last last words that you want to say? Any any questions or anything? No, I think I'm good. Well, I just want to once again thanks you guys. Uh, thank you guys for coming on. I think this is really informative and it's going to benefit a lot of people. I go back to. I don't know if necessarily everyone can reach out to Trace and Parker or whatever, but just just listen to this. And I think you'll be able to pull out a lot of things that you can change in your relationships as well as relationships that you have with, with other people and model the good of what Trace and Parker have because they have a ton of good that they have in their relationship. And ultimately, you're just going to find that things get so much more simple when, uh, when you're a lot like how they have lived their relationship. And the next time that we have something that we want to talk about, we hope you give it a listen. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Music, SoundCloud, and anywhere podcasts are stored. Literally anywhere. Feel free to email your comments to us at wewanttalkaboutitnow at gmail.com or comment on any of our social media platforms. Even better, leave us a written review on iTunes. We love you and always will. Remember, don't be a dick. And let's keep being better. Friend kiss, bud. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start over. I don't he know said, I <laughs> Come on, man. Dang. Oh, man. I thought Wait, her and Parker one? were on fine terms, man. Come on. <laughs> I thought her and Parker were on fine terms. Oh, that's great. I, I love hearing guys like be bros. Like, and appreciate each other. 